Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Wednesday's Hero. Today's hero is Van Barfoot, Technical Sergeant, U.S. Army. Name of the story is Minefield Warrior. It's Italy, 1944. Later in his life, Van Barfoot would be hailed as one of the most significant Native American heroes in World War II. His grandmother was full-blooded Choctaw, but his mother failed to enroll him with the government as a member of the tribe. So Barfoot grew up aware only that he had American Indian blood, but not that he was official Choctaw. He enlisted in the Army in 1940, before the new Selective Service Law authorizing the peacetime draft was passed by Congress and he was assigned to the 1st Infantry Division. After his training, he participated in maneuvers in Louisiana and Puerto Rico. In December of 1941, when he was promoted to sergeant and assigned to the newly activated headquarters Amphibious Force Atlantic Fleet at Quantico, Virginia. When that unit was inactivated in 1943, he was reassigned to the 157th Infantry. Technical Sergeant Barfoot took part in the landings in Sicily in July 1943 and at Salerno two months later. In late January 1944, the 157th landed in Anzio and began moving inland rapidly. But counterattacking German reinforcements stopped the Allied advance, even forcing some withdrawals. By May, Barfoot's unit had been in a defensive position near the town of Coranio for several weeks during which time Barfoot conducted day and night patrols to probe the German lines, mentally mapping out the terrain and the minefields in front of the enemy positions. Smart. Early in the morning of May 23rd, his company was ordered to attack. As the lead squads approached the German minefields, they came under heavy fire. Because he knew the lanes through the minefields so well, Barfoot asked for permission to be the head squad. Moving through depressions in the terrain and shallow ditches, he advanced to within a few yards of the enemy machine gun on the right flank and destroyed it with a grenade. Then he followed the German trench line. He moved to the next gun emplacement where he killed two soldiers with a submachine gun and wounded and captured three others. When he approached the Germans manning a third gun, they surrounded it. In all, he captured 17 of the enemy. Now, later that day, after he had consolidated the newly captured position, Barfoot seen three German tanks advancing in a counteroffensive, grabbed a bazooka and destroyed the lead tank, causing the two other tanks to change directions. As the crew of the disabled tank jumped out, Barfoot killed all three of them. Then he continued into enemy territory and destroyed a German field piece with a demolition charge. He ended the day... By helping two seriously wounded men from his squad walk nearly a mile to safety. Not long after this action, Barfoot was promoted to lieutenant. Four months later, his unit was in France's Rhone Valley when he was ordered to division headquarters and informed that he was going to be awarded the Medal of Honor. Given the choice of returning to the United States for the ceremony or receiving the medal in the field, Barfoot chose the latter so his men could be present. Lieutenant General Alexander Patch awarded him the medal in France, September 28, 1944. 
Today's hero, Van Barfoot, was born June 15th, 1919 in Edinburgh, Mississippi. He passed away March 2nd, 2012 in Richmond, Virginia. Today's hero is Van Barfoot, making his buddies in Choctaw Nation proud. There you go. Choctaw Nation. Hello. Uh, yeah, I was. I found it interesting. They trained with an amphibious group, and then they just disbanded it. And then he ends up in one of the nastiest uh, battles, which was landing in Italy, where the Germans were waiting for him, and it was just a, a mean, mean tussle trying to get up uh, through Italy. And uh, and he had a pretty crazy day to get that medal. Uh, and he again, you know, didn't even wasn't even grasping the fact that he was a full Choctaw Indian, which is probably why he got the Medal of Honor right away at the yeah. time, probably because they had to revisit some stories uh, to get the Medal of Honor out there. But uh, that is your Wednesday's Hero. Wow. Every Wednesday, tune it in. Who do we have in studio? we got two very special guests, uh, D- uh, Dwight Witten, and one of them is Jeff Toki from... Honor flight bluegrass. Yes, 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 sir. I always say bluegrass honor flight because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I always screw no, that up. That's right. okay. You're it kind of right. does. Honor flight bluegrass. It kind of does matter. It does. Uh, so matter. yes, it does. All right. He's uh, dyslexic when it comes to words, not just letters. <laughs> All right. So Jeff, uh, we are um, uh, we're barreling towards another one, and guess who's going with you? Yes, yes sir. We got Dwight with us this time. It'll That's be right. Great. I was never in the army, but I was in the Kiss Army. In the 70s and 80s. Count. So it doesn't Well, I know that's why I tried to tell Jeff, but we got a real live hero in the studio with us, uh, with Herb right now. And Herb, how do I say your last name? Raiderer. Raiderer. Yeah. But you were in uh, WW2. You were also in um, uh, Korea. Is that correct? Well, I was in Korea at the end of World War II, occupation. Okay. But let's talk about it. You, you were in uh, WW2. Uh, during the, you were part of the South. What was it? South Pacific. What was the title? Pacific Theater. Yeah, yeah, that's where we were. Yeah, we were with uh, John MacArthur most of the way. Wow. Yeah. What was he like? Yeah, from what I could see, he was a nice guy. Yeah. He was one of the smartest generals there was in the army. Had good intelligence all the time. Yeah. Knew where everything was going. And he was just, uh, he was a good leader. Uh, yes, I think there are two images of, of the Pacific Theater that will always be very famous. It's the Marines raising the flag, and then MacArthur coming back through the beach saying, when he, when he said they, when they retreated, he said, we will be back, I will be back. I shall return. Yeah, I hey, shall return. You, go. You, you witnessed that, didn't you? <laughs> I was even coming back to the Philippines when, we, when he landed on the Island of Lady where we had invaded. He came back. Three days after the invasion, he waded ashore. Wow. Wow. That's history right there, Pretty buddy. Right. <laughs> Living history right here. Right here. Herb, talk, now, Herb, you've been on the honor flight it's before. How was that? Talk about your experience with the honor flight. I, I, I got to thank, and, and thank God for Honor Flight Bluegrass for doing this. But can you talk about your experience? Well, honor flight is probably the, the best experience for a veteran that you could have. I went on one with my two brothers, all of which were World War II veterans, mm-hmm. and our our uh, guardians were our three sons. Oh. So we had, had the three brothers and their three sons were on the uh, honor flight. 
I, I can't remember. Jeff, how long ago was that? That was about uh, 10 and 12 years ago. And then, yeah. then he went a second time with, during our 75th anniversary of D-Day with, oh, yeah. uh, with another son-in-law. Yeah, I went with, with my son-in-law on that one. But your son served in Vietnam, correct? My son, uh, yeah, my son was in Vietnam. He was, well, he was in the Navy. He was mm-hmm. on an aircraft carrier. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he, was, uh, he served in Vietnam. What boat was he on? He was on the Carl C., USS Carl C. So you were in the Carl C. during World War II, and your son was on a boat named after a place you were at during that time. time, Right? Yeah, it was. Pretty good. That's awesome, man. Hey, Jeff, talk about this for a second. Uh, For those that don't know how to get involved with Honor Flight Bluegrass and, quite frankly, what you all do a couple of times a year. it's, It's much more than flights, but talk about what you do. Because this is one of the finest organizations, in my opinion, that you can give to financially because it's taking care of our veterans. Well, we like to take the veterans all at no charge. They all go for free. We get donations to cover their costs. Uh, we take them to D.C. for a one-day trip to see the memorials that were built, think about it, in honor of them, of their service and their sacrifices. And the one thing we hear time and time, and I guarantee you, Herb will tell you the same thing. You know, they tell you the guys that need to be honored are the ones who never made it back. Yeah. They said, we're the lucky guys. They said, we just, Herb, he'll tell you, he just went over to do his job, came home, went back to work. But they all say the same thing. I'm thinking about my buddies who never made it home. And so we try to honor our veterans while we can, World War II, Korean, and Vietnam veterans for the service. I'm not a veteran. You, you know, you guys right. aren't. But uh, our veterans allowed us to do what we're doing today, right Amen. now, saying Amen. what we want to say. It's amazing who's on the flight. And you and uh, Dwight lean on Jeff because Jeff was kind of walking me through before the wheels up and saying, here's what those guys do. Here's what these guys did. Now, you have it's across the gamut. So I talked to uh, a guy that was a dentist. He saw no action, but he was in... He was in three engagements. Like he, he was in World War II, Korea, and Vietnam. He goes, but I was a dentist. I, I was back at wherever the base, and I, and I did people's teeth. Right. The guy sitting next to him was, was the guy that flew 25 missions in a B-25 right. over Germany, right. survived, and came home. Right. So there, there are, there's all kinds of gamuts of folks that serve, and it, not all of them are like the guy on Wednesday's Hero. Some guy's a dentist. What did you do? I was a dentist. Uh, but – it's 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 what it is. That's what the service is. It's about one percent of guys in the service end up with a machine gun in their hand charging a hill. So um, it, it is. It, it's but these all these guys are special because they all they've seen a bunch of it. We all read contemporary American history. They are contemporary American right. history. Well, you know, it took eight or nine uh, non-combat guys to support. Not everyone yes. could go overseas. Right. Someone sure. had to back my uncle. He trained pilots to fly in World War II. He right. wanted to go over there. They said, no, son. Yeah, you're more Someone valuable can, here. That's right. You're more, someone had to stay here and build tanks. Yeah. And, you know, so, so not everyone could go. But everyone was important. So everyone's an equal when they go on and on our flight, whether you're combat, uh, combat or non-combat. Right. Everyone's really important. Yeah, it's it's a great, it's inspirational, Dwight. You're gonna have a great time. Now, I don't know if you can fit in the Rosie the Riveter outfit. I'm, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna squeeze in. Okay. What well, do I need to bring my own Rosie the River outfit? There, you're on oh, your own. Yeah, there. Okay, okay. I'm not saying anything. I want to get back. I want. <laughs> you, won't, you won't look as good in yours as she does. In her. <laughs> hey, I want to talk to Herb for a second because yeah. Herb, Herb, ninety six. 
96 years old. Is that right? You look fantastic, man. I'll be 97 next week. Next you got to be kidding. You look fantastic. What's your secret, man? Are you a vampire? Good living. Good living? Well, yeah. that, that's got me out of yeah, it. Yeah, you're out. <laughs> you're out, Dwight. How much of the whole time do you remember? Does it fade over time, or does it, is it still like there like it was yesterday, Herb? Well, you know, you, you try not to remember a lot of the things that went on. But it, uh, it, it, you still have the memories of what went on. You were talking about a dentist, and this, when I left Korea, our company commander was a battalion dentist. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. all, all the other officers never made our gone home. Yeah. And uh, he was, uh, he didn't know anything about running a company. But he was a good dentist. But, yeah, he was a good dentist. He never worked on me, but he was <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, it is. Uh, did you try to keep in touch with some of the guys that you served with? And obviously, now you're 96. That probably a couple few of you left. I keep. Uh, I keep looking at the death notices and things. I think I'm the only one left in my company. That uh, wow. We used to get together. You know, Tony. But it kept getting less and less until yeah. you finally run out. Just like Honor Flight. Now we've run out of we've run out of uh, World War II veterans. Yeah. And now we're taking Korean veterans and and uh, Vietnam veterans. Yeah. But we do have eight World War II veterans on this flight. One's a uh, hundred years old. We got uh, eleven Korean, sixty-three Vietnam veterans. But real quick, only one percent of World War II veterans are left today. Of 1%. the sixteen million wow. men and women who served, there's about one hundred and sixty thousand. And those guys were eighteen when they were rolling. They're eighteen. The young at eighteen in nineteen forty-five, they would be ninety-five today. That's the youngest. So here's, what I'll, t- yeah. here's what I'll tell you about the flight because you can go. And you can get on this flight if you pay for a veteran to go, right? That's the idea. You sponsor well, you, someone. Can you do that? You, no, you just pay to go as a guardian, five hundred bu- bucks to go as a guardian. Right. Veterans all go for free. Correct. If you want to sponsor a veteran, fine. But if not, they go for free, no matter what. We find the funds for that. It don't cost the veterans a penny. Nothing. Right, no. and it shouldn't. No, no, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. And it shouldn't. And then be involved when the when the plane yes. wheels down at Louisville. Let's talk about how to get to the airport. Let me tell you, the last time I missed it. Because I could not find a parking spot at the airport and, to get in to do this. And yep. by the way, talk about how important this welcome home is for our Vietnam veterans. Our Vietnam veterans paid a, a, a terrible price Amen. when they came home. They Amen. were told, get your, get off your uniforms, get That's on your right. civilians. They were spit on, kicked, whatever. whatever. So, you know, our, our veterans, they really need the welcome home that they never Amen. got 50 years ago. Amen. So, you know, we get home about 9.30, 9.45, get to the airport, I'd say about 8.30 to 9. Uh, we want as many people who can fit in that place as we can to welcome all these veterans home. It's a, it's we, They deserve it. All. Real, real quick, uh, go ahead, Herb. One of the best things of the flight is the coming home. It, uh, <laughs> there you I, go. The last, time, the last time on the last flight I was on, it would happen to be on my uh, 60, 67th wedding anniversary. Wow. And, uh, my great-granddaughter met me, was in the crowd when we came down. She handed me a bouquet of flowers, which I carried on down. My wife was sitting on the side there. And, you know, every veteran has a wheelchair. You don't have to do any walking. If you can't walk, it don't make any difference. Every veteran That's has right. a wheelchair. Wonderful. Well, my son-in-law was pushing my wheelchair. I, w- I walk. I thought I said, I'm not going to ride that down. I walk. Well, I got down 
after my wife was sitting there, I handed her a bouquet of flowers, and she had suffered from Alzheimer's at the time. And she said, is that my wheelchair there? I said, yeah. She got up, got in the wheelchair. <laughs> they, they didn't know if I was vetted or she was a vetted. <laughs> what a great now, story. Listen, Herb, this show and this nation owe you a great debt of gratitude. Yes, we're, sir. And we're grateful for what you men did. Yes, sir. Well, you know, we just did what we had to do. Uh-huh. I, mean, I was... Uh, I was 17 when I graduated from high school, so I had a while. I worked for a 100-volt machine company for my last year in high school. And I still had the job when I came back. I was with 100-volt for 45 years. Wow. That, uh, That's what America used to be, for yeah, sure. Yeah, no yes, kidding. Sir. You, just, yes, sir. Uh, you just did what you had to do. At, uh, and I was 18 when I graduated, was 17 when I graduated, I turned 18 in September, and in December I was in the service. That was seven months in the United States and the rest of the time overseas. overseas. Wow. Yep. The greatest generation, guys. Yeah, hands down, the greatest Jeff Tokey, let's not underestimate what you, get to, you guys get done every single year, twice a year, and we love it. Uh, and this time you're taking this jaded yes. broadcaster That's that right. hates everything, That's and you're right. going to make him cry, yeah. and I can't wait. Are He's you going to be a different man when he gets home. Are you going to take a cameraman with you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Wait, maybe you need a cameraman. You know, on our two-day flight, Rachel Platt went with Oh, yeah, Rachel, Rachel WHAS Television. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. I and love Rachel. She had her... Her cameraman. I felt sorry for the cameraman. Man, he followed her all around. Oh, she likes to run around. Yeah, Yeah, she likes to run around. (laughs) She was with him. He was with her the whole time. (laughs) I kind of felt sorry for him. Uh, Camera on his shoulder. Herb, Herb, I don't do too well with cameras. I used to break them. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much. We got to break. If you're gonna look like Rosie the Riveter, you better stay (laughs) (laughs) off. Back after this, keep where you got it. News Radio 840 WHAS. Oh. One of the great things about coming home would be lots of pasta right here in St. Matthews. How good are they? They've been doing this for more than 40 years. You can call ahead if you'd like and have your pound of baked ham sliced up for you, your half a pound of provolone, and go ahead and throw in some chicken salad and and tuna salad for the rest of the week at work. Grab some buns. They make these great buns that have olive oil and seasoning on them. You don't need butter because they're dripping with the oil and with the seasoning. So much good stuff at Lots of Pasta. Incredible Italian entrees like you'd expect. Mexican entrees as well. My wife loves the stuff at Lots of Pasta. She's a vegetarian, and there are plenty of options for her. If you go into the homemade soup counter today, which is right there at the deli by the cheese, there'll be three different kinds, all three of them awesome, one of them always for a vegetarian, the other two for meatitarians like me. Get coffee there, get salad dressings, chips and dips, Lots of Pasta has it all, and don't forget the homemade chocolate chip cookie on the way out. Lots of Pasta, Louisville.com.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. WHAS. Uh. How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> I love the favorite part of an Eagles show right here. How you doing? Uh, Joe really, doesn't really sell the Eagles con- uh, concert for me. <laughs> hey, did you see where uh, Joe Walsh is getting back with... Uh, God, I, sounds I like up. one word or two. I'm so freaking tired. I couldn't sleep at all last night. Is it a movie? Frank. No. Is it a movie, song, or... The James book? Gang. Oh, my ah. gosh. James Gang for one night only up in uh, Cleveland, Ohio, of course, where he's from. Who else is part of the James Gang besides James? I, I don't know. I'm but pretty sure the 97-year-old World War II veteran's brain was working sharper than yours at this point. Of course. I don't <laughs> guarantee it. I'm pretty sure a puddle of mud is <laughs> sharper than me than this morning. But anyway, you know that's when you're a good sharp, for a band. You know when he's sharp? When he gets angry. He starts to form all of his opinions. They all start to focus, and they come in line. Right. Everything's clear as a bell then. But anyway, Nine Inch Nails is going to be part of it. I think uh, Dave Grohl, the Foo Fighters, big showed out in like four seconds. You're going to love this. Am I? Jackson, Mississippi. I'm going to Jackson. Has a water problem. Oh, I heard about this. It's forced Deion Sanders and the Jackson State team to leave campus. They have a game on Saturday against Florida A and M. That's just the scratch. The that's just scratching the surface of the problem with this. He's like, we got no water, no ice, and can't use the toilets. What? How do I run a football team? So, Jackson, Mississippi, the entire town's water is shut down because they let the infrastructure crumble under their feet, decade after decade. But there's a picture. You want to know what the picture is? Mm-hmm. Poop in water. Dave, Dwight, you want to see the picture? I want to see it. The picture is of a gigantic water truck. And where's the water truck parked out front of? Uh, the mayor's or the governor's house? City Hall. Ding, 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 there ding, There you go. Imagine the governor's that. The governor's house has a giant water truck parked out front. Hmm. Huh. Imagine that. <laughs> oh, you can't fuss the toilet, but I can. So the politicians that let it get to this point yes. are the ones that still have water. Sounds mm-hmm. like something our current mayor would do. Uh, did. Actually, he did. Yeah, yeah during, the, he parked, uh, during the riots. Where he truck. Was, where he was saying, oh, no, everything's fine, Louisville. It's just they're just burning off some aggression. Don't worry about that. Everything's perfectly safe. Yet somehow there was two Metro Park dump trucks blocking Mayor Fister's uh, the uh, um, Fisher, Fisher, and Fisher, 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 like a fisherman, Fisher, parking the b- blocking the mayor's street. You teach a man, you give a man a fish, and it leads him to water. And it, you take him to the Moby uh, Dick, but then you can't drink because you're in Jackson. No, wait, then, it's, it's no, going. wait, and then his policies lead to murder. Wait, no, but no, you take him oh. to Pastimes Fish House, and right. Tommy Pass, right, will sell him the best damn fish in the universe. It's good. That's good. Tommy Pass, Pass Top Fish. Hey, uh, here's another stupid thing. Han Solo's blaster that Harrison Ford used in Star Wars. The real one? The original one? The original one. If That's that, where he killed the guy first. I don't know. That's Greedo. Yeah, Greedo. The, Greedo looked like Greedo. 
Like, there's no other name in Greedo that fits that guy. I have no idea who you're talking he about. He was a green alien. Green alien? But he was actually American. He shoots and kills the guy, Dwight. And the thing is, Han Solo is stuck to it that the green guy pulled the gun first. But some people, Han Solo, think because he was a uh, scoundrel. No, wasn't he a uh, – Han Solo was like a smuggler, wasn't he? He's he was a like, smuggler, a scoundrel. She called him a scoundrel. You're Cor- right. Correct. Smugglers blues. Any rate. Who sings that song? Me and Glenn Fry. Mm-hmm. Why do you ask? Yeah. Would you like to hear the entire version? Please no. Please no. Han Solo's gun is going to go sold to who? Um, I'm guessing someone that's really good with the ladies. Uh, the prop gun for Harrison Ford used in his role for Han Solo in 1977 Star Wars. Sold on auction. Well, actually, he might do very well with the ladies because this imbecile paid $1 million for oh, it at auction worth last it. week. Worth it. The un- the iconic blaster <laughs> converted to a pistol modified to shoot only blanks. Oh, so it doesn't shoot real laser beams? Just like his owner. <laughs> well, it was expected to go for 500000 but this avid Star Wars fan uh, went ahead and upped it to $1 million, $57,000. For a plastic movie prop. No, it looks metal. Ah. It looks metal and wood, but it looks... It looks really stupid. It's uh, it's part of movie history. It is maybe one of the most loved be- uh, characters in movie history. Han Solo's the coolest out of all that group. Skywalker's a nerd. No, I like the dog guy. I like uh, the work- che- Chewy Wookie. He's Wookie? not a dog, the dude. Dog guy. The dog guy. Yeah, that's that's not a dog. And I didn't see the rest of them. But evidently, on one of these, they take a spaceship and there's like a whole dog person planet. Is that true? You know what? I didn't see them all. The but disrespect of the Chewbacca nation Boy, is lo- ridiculous. I love Wookiees. And then he gets eaten Do by you? a shark. Yeah. Until the red thing comes out. I'm like, all whoa, right. whoa, Wookiee. Hang all on right. now. All whoa, right. whoa, whoa, whoa. Right. Wookiee here. Wookiee here. Your Brewers. Wookie some Wookiee. Uh, Dave, your Brewers attendance drop is among the steepest in Major League Baseball. Did you know this? Yeah, because they've sucked out loud since the All-Star break. Uh, the chief cause might not be what you think. Uh, that medium cost for a family of four. How much does it cost for a family of four, four to go to a Brewers game? $289. It used to be really inexpensive, and now it's not. It's probably 300 bucks. yeah. $163. Across Major League Baseball, though, you'll find a, a wide range. A Red Sox family of four is $346. Oh, my gosh. The bottom is Royals at the 113. And there's 162 of these, that, 81 at home. That's what I was going to say is that used to be the one advantage that baseball had over the other sports. There yes. were so many games. You could have a cheap price. They would drive the ticket prices down, and you and your buddies or you and your family could attend. But, my gosh, now go to a Major League Baseball park and get one beer? I get spending 350 bucks on a Stones ticket. That's a once-in-a-lifetime right. kind of thing. Not or, 350 bucks on something you can do 80 more times. Or a Saxon concert, you know. Saxon's that's priceless. Awesome, yeah. There's no teams. Especially in Arizona. Yeah. Right. Uh, Catch yeah. them in their native land. That's where the best is. But here's, here's the real reason that they are down. Like, I didn't realize Jackie went to work for a big company. And all of a sudden now we have tickets to the Titans, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Right. We have Steelers tickets in right. the box. Uh, she just went to Packers a, tickets? a Pirates game. I don't know about Packers. Uh, but she has these blocks of tickets that are available. You just have to ask for them. So that's the real deal with the Brewers. They average sales. This is who's buying the tickets is corporations. Sure. 600,000 group tickets are sold a year to the Brewers alone. 
and they dropped to 400,000 this past year. And that's where the gap is. It's not me and you taking our family to the game. It's corporations have said, we're not buying these tickets anymore. And on on top of that, a lot of these stadiums, they have PSL, personal seat license. Yep. So you don't have to just buy the $100-plus tickets for each 162-game schedule. But you also have to plunk down fifty, seventy thousand dollars for the rights to purchase these. Tickets. Yeah, you thought you should do it for basketball before they started hiring prostitutes. That's that, that, that's one thing I hated the most about U of L when they bought this Yum Center is there had been season ticket holders at Freedom Hall that had been with them for forty, fifty years. Oh no, that was sit over. down. And as soon as as soon as they built this new sit arena, down. all bets were off. Yeah, you could look out at Freedom Hall. And you could yes. see that older gentleman that has been with the program since Pe- Peck Hickman, mm-hmm. the great Peck Hickman. Loved Lou Groza. This older guy has spent dollar after dollar and sponsored and gone to everything. Road trips, you got it. You bet it. And he's with his third wife. That's right. And she's young Bert, and beautiful. Berta. There's no Berta. Yeah, it's Berta. Berta. Berta's, no, there's no Berta. There's Gertie. No, it's Berta. No, there's no Gertie. It's the third. Did I say, the, I said third wife, didn't I? Uh, Brittany. Yes. And it was Shelly or Heather on the second wife. No, Roberta was the second. And Mabel was the first. No, right. Mabel was the first. Why were we chasing a squirrel? Heather was stopped. We're getting off This the is coffee. important. He's chasing a squirrel, too, now. Maple? Yeah, you got me. Maple or That's Berta a is the first one. Wait, Maple or Mabel? Oh, Mabel. Right? Maple. She, she was a sap. Hey, here's my daughter. Good one. That's $2 out. She was a sap. That's $2 out. She was you sticky. Uh, Heather was the second one. Yeah. And then now it's Brittany. Dave's right. And Brittany's yeah, like yeah. way younger because he's rich. It's his third wife. She's uninterested in basketball. You know who but inter- that guy got ripped off when they went to the young. Do you know who introduced him to his third wife? Who? Big Lou. Yeah. Oh, oh Big Lou Big did. Lou. Big yeah, Lou has Timeshare pro- guy. Yeah, he has, to- he has problems too. Yeah, he does. Uh, he doesn't have a problem with whatever we're going to mention next, Dave. His electricity. Allen Electrical, 636-HELP is the phone number. They are dedicated residential electricians. Enough of these folks that are doing other jobs and then, what do you think about us doing electrical work this year, too? I think there could be work there. No, don't do that. Go with a dedicated electrician that's licensed. Licensed and obviously licensed. And most of them are master electricians. The parts are on the van. When they show up, the van is wrapped. The guy is dressed like the van. He matches. That's important because it's the details about electrical work. You want to get a second-rate plumber, go get it. But plumbing can back up, and it's not a danger. If you screw up the electrical work, it could be a lot of of danger for your family. Don't mess around. Call Allen Electrical. 636-HELP is the phone number. Allen Electrical won't leave you in the dark. Quick shout-out. Thank you, Weird Science Guy. (laughs) Hey, quick shout-out on social media to two loyal listeners, Shelby Barker and Jamie Harness. Shelby and Jamie, thanks for listening. Did they say they like one person more than the other? Yeah, you want to read the whole email? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, let me get back to it. All right, no, it's not. Uh, Shelby Barker says, oh, my gosh, Dwight is hilarious, and he sounds so (laughs) good-looking. He must be the perfect person. Well, thank you, Shelby. Uh, Jamie Harness writes. Shelby's a god, by the way. uh, That's fine. Jamie Harness says, uh, Tony sounds like he's got a butt face. <laughs> That's butter face. <laughs> Thanks Bitter for face. Guys. Back after this.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.